Honestly, I think Bradley Cooper is Matthew McConaughey's stand. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey is beach Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper is suit Matthew McConaughey. There are good movies and there are great movies. But that's not what we watch here because this is shitty cinema. I have a lot of roles. <laughs> we are three film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find. Set around our monthly theme to answer one simple question. Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave. Hello. And Casey. I empathize with idiot. Every week, one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme. What's this month's theme, Casey? This summer, as you spend time with your family and you're reminded of what a fucking disappointment you are, we want to remind you that there's bigger disappointments. Million dollar disappointments. <laughs> this month, we're celebrating those block blisters. Blockbusters that just popped and oozed before they ever got big. Mm. That's graphic. Yeah, that was. Yeah, thank you. Good. I hope you're eating. I hope everyone's eating right now. Jay, you're starting us out this month. What did you bring? Well, I had a lot of fun last week with Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. So, thank you, Jesse. I brought 2010's The A Team because I watched a bit of A Team as a kid. I enjoyed it. And, and you had too much I, fun last week, so you're like, we should cancel that out. <laughs> All right, before we get ahead of ourselves, Jay, you need to give us an elevator pitch where you sell us on this movie in 10 seconds or less. Okay. Here's your setup. I know uh, sometimes you get a little motion sick on boats. Mm, yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah, so, uh, you know, you've decided for your vacation... Uh, you have gone out to this idyllic lake in the mountainside. It's it's absolutely Ooh, gorgeous, okay. and it is perfectly still. Like, there's Love fish that. under there, but, like, you know, there's there's really no waves, no tides, no whatever. So you can just kind of chill in the boat, hang out. It's not going to bother your tum-tum at all. Until all of a sudden uh, you see a shadow appearing above you, and you think oh, it clouds. might. Yeah, yeah. You think it must be, like, clouds or maybe a bird, um, but it's growing very, very quickly. Uh, and you look up to see parachuting down towards you uh, a U.S. military tank just dropping out of the sky. I uh, Do I shit myself? Is this the point where I shit myself? Yeah, presumably. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, presumably you are now shitting yourself. The boat's filling up. Um, With the shit or the water? Uh, just the shit, unless you have actually expelled it with enough velocity to puncture a hole in the boat, which I'm not ruling out. It depends. Did I have chili the night before? Right. If you had some hot chili and a tank's falling towards you, yeah. <laughs> scary, scary moments. You've got about 10 seconds before this tank hits the water. In the time before that happens, sell us on this movie. Grab a pile of pretty famous people and put them in a Shawshank Redemption-style prison escape in a Mission Impossible plot with some ridiculous Expendables-like action set to Ocean Eleven's banter in a reboot of the 80s classic The A-Team. Ten seconds, and uh, yeah, yeah, you really... You were skee-ooping <laughs> in there at the last second, and I appreciate you. Thanks. Really try to fill my time. Yeah, yeah, you filled the time as they did this film. <laughs> just... just picking up bits off of everything and throwing it in there. Case, you made the mistake of wandering a little bit too far in, and so you're a little bit close to the boat when 
the explosion happens and the smell hits you. There's nothing you can do. There's not enough oxygen to continue to keep yourself conscious. So in the 10 seconds before you black out face first into the water, sell us on this movie. Take two parts original A-team, one part four loco, and two shakes of my intense desire to smash Bradley Cooper's face into the rocks. and You've got a block blister, baby. Nine seconds. How Jay feels about Jared Leto's face is how I feel about Bradley Cooper's face. <laughs> really? Right. Yes, I'm I find you. him. He make he takes me zero to a hundred. Dave, to describe in terms you would you will understand, mm. it's Casey six shots in and her friend's ex walks in. <laughs> okay, that's <Yeah>. how intensely <laughs> I feel. Wow. So the only that's... thing I can think of, because. I don't have anything against Bradley Cooper. He's fine if he didn't have a face. And I think it's just like something like <laughs> biological in my brain. Like someone who looked like that did something bad to my ancestors and my body won't forget. I mean, statistically, absolutely. Right. So just like fuck his face to the moon. He's he's fine, though, as a person, I'm sure. I don't know. I don't know. If we're going to find a way to mediate Casey's rage, we're going to need to go over the movie that Shitty Cinema watched. I will not be mediated. The A-Team is formed in Mexico when Hannibal and Face join up with Murdoch and B.A. Baracus. Actually, it's A-Team. A-B-C-H-A-D-E-F-A. The A-Team in Espanol. The A-Team in the back of the throat. Ah. If you didn't watch the old 80s show... Hannibal's the team leader with an ability to construct plans as though he can see the fucking future. It's kind of incredible. That's so Hannibal. Not a single one of his plans in the film goes sideways. Really, a work of art. Face <laughs> is our preening ladies man. You know, the guy that has the confidence of a high school quarterback and the taste of Hugh Hefner? Yeah, that checks out, but with Bradley Cooper's face. Yeah. It's just, I yeah, would say he's guy. less choosy than Hugh Hefner. Helen Mad Murdoch is a man who's been institutionalized multiple times for mental health conditions, and he's also the world's best fucking pilot. I don't know if those things are related. I don't know. Yeah. And then finally, B.A. Baracus, exactly as advertised. Badass, pitying fools. I mean, come on, you know the character. Mr. T. The A-Team is in Iraq, and a CIA operative calling himself Lynch gives them a job. Rogue actors have U.S. minting plates and a cool billion dollars in cash. Billion with a B, you know, 1,000 millions of dollars in cash. And the CIA thinks that the A-team can just snatch it up. Yeah, you can, they can do that, right? A billion, dollar, a billion foot dollars will fit in like a couple semis, right? I didn't actually check. I have no clue. I have no clue, but I feel like that's a boat fuck ton of dollars. It is, it's a lot of goddamn money, but... You know what? The A-team can do it, and they do do it. Because don't you just love it when a plan comes together? <laughs> he said the thing, Jay. Okay, the twist is that their general friend gets blown to pieces, and the PMCs take off with the minting plates and the cash. The A-team is held responsible since there's no record of their black ops mission because it's a black ops mission. Like, that's what it means to be a fucking black ops mission. I'm... You know, sure, like when Bush had those planes flown no, into the... not that. You do that podcast on your own. <laughs> we know what actually happened in 9-11. We watched Postal. <laughs> Which is a documentary. We, we got to stay on the A-team and their dishonorable <laughs> discharge at the Kangaroo Military Corps. Ew. Like... Okay. 
All courts are kangaroo courts. Fight me. All discharge is dishonorable. <laughs> Flash forward six months in prison when Lynch visits Hannibal and informs him that their PMC frenemy Pike is working with a mysterious Arab to sell the minting plates. Lynch Ooh, offers Hannibal and team full Arab. reinstatement and exonerating them of their crimes. So Hannibal agrees, executing their perfect escape plan and one by one reconstructs the A-team. The four Harrison Fords get the jump on Pike, kidnapping the Arab. In a plot twist nobody mm, saw coming, Arab. the general faked his death and he's the Arab. <gasps> oh, man. Mysterious Arab. Hannibal rats him out to Lynch, who, in another twist nobody saw coming, tries to video game bomb the A-team. While Lynch succeeds in killing the general, the A-team pretends he's actually alive. Knowing that Lynch is tapping the military, they call and set up a meeting place to drop off the general. <clears throat> the general. He got a promotion because he used to be Major Dad. Bitch! Oh, I don't, I don't get it. This time, Face makes the plan, which is they're going to meet up on a container ship in L.A. He used a back channel to make it appear as though the military is trying to capture them, too. But the truth is that the whole thing's a setup just to get Lynch. It's very elaborate. The plan's going well until Pike smashes the Chaos Goblin button by shooting <laughs> RPGs like a true misanthrope. Just <laughs> like, you know, when you're playing a video game and you're trying to be sneaky and then a guard, you know, I, the, the cock up cascade starts and one guard sees you and another one sees you. So fuck it. Rocket launchers now. Yeah. 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 Everybody gets a rocket Doom launcher. To God mode, just like running through walls and just like, fuck it. Everything gets a rocket launcher or, like, is getting bludgeoned with my light. I don't care. While the rocket launcher manages to throw things to the side, B.A. ends his pacifist arc by throwing Pike into a container, snapping his neck. God damn! Yeah, it is, it is severe. Technically, he didn't kill him. Gravity did. <laughs> his conscience is clear. He didn't stab him. He didn't shoot him. Casey, your, uh, how's your legal um, career going? Thriving. Yeah? Get at me. <laughs> Lynch corners Hannibal and the fake general wearing a bag over his head. After shooting the general in the head, he points his gun at Hannibal and face lifts the container they are in, revealing the whole scene to the entire military waiting outside. The general is revealed to be Murdoch wearing a Kevlar head dome whose bell was rung so hard that he feels sane. Mysterious Murdoch. <laughs> yeah, and he's howling mad Murdoch. Like he can't what what is he now? Yeah. Like normal guy Murdoch? I don't know. Even killed Murdoch. Despite the fact that they exposed the whole setup, the A team is arrested because escaping federal prison also turns out to be a crime, whether you were wrongly <laughs> convicted or not. I Wanted. To, I'm glad they at least kind of stuck true to that. Of like, there's consequences for breaking out of jail. Yeah. Didn't didn't really expect realistic legal consequences on the A-team bingo card, but you know they had to get to the plot of the TV show somehow. I guess. <laughs> Faces back channel in the military, kisses a key into his mouth, and the epilogue tells us that they became fugitives and soldiers of fortune. You know what my favorite part about that is? What was that? They spend a bunch of time in the beginning trashing PMCs, only to become PMCs. Uh, no, they don't get paid. They do. They're like they're doing this all for free, essentially. Well, I mean, I assume they're stealing stuff, but 
<laughs> Wasn't that the plot of the show? They just kind of roamed the land helping people? Yeah, kind of. That's what the voiceover they, told us. I don't I don't remember they ever them ever talking about their income, actually. A gentleman never does. They're just picking up whatever's laying around from the guys they rip off in the process. Okay, okay. They're like violent They're raccoons. They're sustainable mercenaries. Sustain- <laughs> but yeah, I guess I've got questions about where their money's coming from in the ongoing A-Team universe. Okay, speaking of money, this block blister actually made money. Seriously? Did it like really? It was, prof- is, was it profitable before advertising budget or nah? I don't know. I'm just going by IMDb that the budget was... A hundred million to a hundred and ten, and it made one seventy-seven. Uh, it did not break even. It, most uh, most of the time, when you're adding up whether or not a movie broke even, they say to double whatever the movie's budget was to account for advertising. So if it was a hundred to one hundred and ten, they needed to make two to two twenty to break even on this movie. Oh. Although one sixty is still better than I would have expected from one seventy-seven. Oh, one seventy-seven. One seventy-seven. Gotta give I, them that seventeen. Right. Given. Yeah, I was about to poo-poo you, Jay. Like uh, I thought we were talking about like movies losing money here. What's going on? Yeah. No. So it's still lost money, but not not as much as I would have expected from as much shitty press as I remember when this came out. The A team got panned pretty hard. Not only that, they had a sequel planned that they scrapped because it wasn't a box office success. Yeah. I okay. Good idea, scrapping the sequel movie. I I'm I totally agree on that one. Do you? Really? really? I'm not sure that I agree. Yeah, we go could on. go forever. Can I pitch an alternative? Sure, sure. Instead of a sequel movie, ongoing TV series. Like, we just directly follow this into just remake Yeah, the but A-T. they're not going to get the original cast. Yes, they come on. Bradley Cooper's <laughs> air quotes too good for TV. Okay. Liam so... Neeson, air quotes too good for TV. Quentin Jackson has a job. <laughs> yeah, I like how you didn't throw in he's too good for TV. Because that was going to be the big argument. They're like, come on. I don't want another two plus hours of this. That was too much. I think 45 minutes to an hour little shenanigans for them to get up to would have been the appropriate format. Hard disagree. I Hard believe disagree. I don't want seasons of this. No, that's not at so all. much longer. I want like maybe two, three more sequels, and that's it. I mean, we can do it Netflix style. We'll call four episodes a season. It, it it's the twenty twenties. TV's anarchy now. Do whatever you want. Everybody hates the whatever show is four episodes yeah. a season. Yeah, no one's willing to say it out loud because they're cowards. They fucking hate it. Yeah. We all fucking four episodes. Hate it. One episode's twenty minutes. One episode's thirty-seven. The next two are an hour and a half. <laughs> right. Nobody wants it. Right. Right. I'm I'm with Casey here. I want sequels. I think sequels would be perfect for this. Maybe a trilogy would have been the A Team trilogy is what I would be aiming for. Dave, I don't think you took seriously Hannibal's claim that Overkill is underrated. No, that I absolutely did. That's why I don't want full-on movie sequels out of this, because I just want to watch them do their little heisty bullshit. That's great. I don't... Like, why did we have to reset the whole movie universe here to, like, hey, let's go tell them the origin story? I Fucking... Who's watching this that doesn't already know the A-Team's origin story? Get into the shit, man. Because they're trying to appeal to the people who haven't seen the movie. 
they already know the people who are excited, who know the A-Team and are excited to watch an A-Team movie are going to come and have their hearts broken. But they're <laughs> trying to break in for maybe the girlfriends or the kids or the younger brothers that are like, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. But then why have a Braveheart reference? Because that's just aiming at the same guy again. No, no, no. Okay. It's so to keep the them entertained, just like they yeah. put adult jokes uh, oh, in like, cartoons. Oh, wait. We didn't, we didn't do A-Team so hard. We got to throw something in for the A-Team people again. Correct. Hey, hey, we know you're, you're still here. You're still here. Actually, wasn't that when B. Abrakis was not wearing a mohawk? I don't remember. I think it was in that chunk of the movie. So, yeah, absolutely. You need to throw something in there. You were fucking it up real hard. <laughs> oh, focus. Over here. Over here. <laughs> Guys, we're still an A-team movie. Come here. Come here. Eyes. I think the overkill is underrated is a perfect description of this movie. And I, for one, would like to have another movie that is overkill. Just that is leaning into the overkill because the heists are part of the overkill. The ridiculous over the top action bit. The heists are one of them. The the ridiculous over the top action, which surprisingly, there's not much action in this film. But what's there is great. And it's high adrenaline action. I not as much as I was expecting. Um, uh, and you know, there's some dodgy ass fight scenes that we can talk about, but in terms of the like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am action. I had fun with it. And I definitely, we got to talk about the heist in this movie. Yeah. I want to really compliment the A team on its heist. And I want to point out something that the A team does that I think a lot of other heist movies need to pay attention to, which is if you're not going to have a big twist in your heist scene, don't separate the heist planning and the heist executing scenes. Just cut that shit together. Yeah, I yeah. liked I liked when they cut them together. Yeah, that's what A Team does. We just get them talking about the the heist that they're going to execute, and then directly cutting to them executing that stage of the heist. And it's a much better way of getting through a heist for a movie that isn't about that heist. Like you're not Ocean's Eleven and seeing this shit. Like let's just get on with it. Okay, Dave, if you're going to pick a favorite heist in this movie, which one was your favorite? God, it absolutely has to be them stealing the minting plates and the money at the beginning of the movie because it's okay. batshit insane. It's such a stupid <laughs> heist plan, and I love yes. every last step of it. I, a critical component of it consists of them stealing hundreds of airbags to use as flotation devices on a tractor trailer's like semi thing. Which Not hundreds. That's so dramatic. It was a lot. There's only like a dozen. There's like six per side. Okay, it wasn't either way. They're stealing a whole ass fucking container with airbags. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yes, yes. They float a container, like a shipping container, with airbags, and that is pretty fucking ridiculous. So is... um, That's some crackhead energy, and I love it. I I love it. I loved Face coming up through the sewer and then just sitting there just as the truck went by and grabbing on and sucking out, which absolutely no, you don't. But whatever. I I just absolutely fucking love that shit because it's some great. Somebody's rotator cuff is torn. (laughs) Somebody's wrists are absolutely in pieces. 
back yeah. to dragging snapped, yeah. snapped in pieces. Yeah. You are paralyzed. An- another stage of this plan consists of just getting Rampage Jackson to basically huck a bike at another truck and blow it up with a gasoline tank. <laughs> a lot of gasoline explosions in this movie, actually. It's a it's a pretty go to move for the A T. It's a PSA. Don't I'm not complaining use about your it, gasoline no, to start a fire. The the idea of of BA sliding his bike and jumping onto the thing that they're trying to hijack while using the bike as an explosive to blow up the vehicle behind him is fucking ridiculous. Yeah. It's absurd and I love it. Also, they they at this point, they are still a like full badged military unit. <laughs> that is famous yes. for pulling ridiculous ass plans. So apparently that is Hannibal's MO is they just give him a mission. He says, I got it, boss, and runs out of the moon room before they can finish the briefing. Two days later, everybody <laughs> wakes up missing their catalytic converters or some bullshit. Yes. And he just rolls back into town with the thing. Hey, got that pendant you wanted. I mean, do you really expect them to object, Dave? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> you have a lot of faith. You have a lot of faith there, buddy. <laughs> I mean, at one point, the plan outright involves just stealing car parts from the PMC, <laughs> which I loved. It was great. It was a lot of fun. Okay, counterpoint. We did a lot of ridiculous shit to try to kill Castro. So when yeah. I see movies like this and go, oh, that's absolutely the government would never. If they want something bad enough, they'll basically let you do anything. I, I don't doubt that they would let him. It's more so the him behaving as like a crackhead raccoon. Just <laughs> yes. stealing shit from around the base. It's that that one southern guy you know can turn anything into a moving vehicle. Like anything. Yeah, no, 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 no. You give him enough time. And down-home MacGyver will have you a fucking vehicle. Yeah, what does he say in when he's talking to Lynch in prison? You give me a minute, and I'm good. You give me a month, and I'm great. Or, or you give, give me, me minute, an, and I'm good. Give me an hour, give me an hour and I'm great. And I'm great. Give, give me, me six, six months, months, and I'm unbeatable. Something to that effect, at least. None yeah. of the lines in this movie are good enough to quote directly. Let's just get that out of the way right now. Yeah, it does block blister sound alike, but something's off. I agree. I think that it's really just a bunch of tropey, almost one-liner-ish. And it almost works like, I I don't think Liam Neeson's Hannibal is as suave as the Hannibal from the show. But I think he definitely was much more badass. No, but I mean, this the problem with making an A-team movie is that you're never... You're, the new Hannibal's never going to be as suave as the old one. And the new BA's never going to be as badass as the old one. And the new face is never going to be as cool as the old one. Because you're trying to play a, the same character just the same way again. And you're just doing I, an imitation. I, I think that's what 2010's A-Team does well, though. It doesn't try to play the exact same character. It is pretty clearly doing a twist on all of the characters. Uh, yeah, I was concerned about... Mr. T because he is the star of the show at least in my heart I always love Mr. T favorite part of anything they leaned in enough but they didn't do like a full impression or person I mean yeah he had the the knuckle tattoos of pity fool (laughs) but 
Okay, that was cool. a cool homage. I yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had the the mohawk that came in place a couple times, but he was still Quentin, and I'm so happy for that. <laughs> I'm so happy for yeah. that. Yeah, casting Quentin was kind of cheating a little bit there. He just works for that role. Uh, but okay, how are you going to say they weren't playing the same character when they had the old face come out and talk to Bradley Cooper, the new face, and tell him not to use anything for his face? <laughs> he apparently refuses to watch the movie and regrets showing up in that cameo. <laughs> I mean, he didn't refuse to be in it, so like, fuck off. You right. cash the check. <laughs> It's not like it's bad because of the editing. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like, oh, they fucked it. You knew what you were getting into. Right. I mean, yeah, they, they do have a bunch of cameos, but I I think that they're trying to they're trying to slightly change the characters all a bit. And that's OK. Oh, yeah, I, I'm glad with the changes that they made. I think the, the, the failings were when they were trying to just do the thing again. Yeah. And that's sure. when it did not work for me at all. Like when? Liam Neeson's delivery of uh, I love it when a plan comes together sounded like your dad doing it at a Halloween party. <laughs> not like specifically your dad. Everyone's dad dressing up as Hannibal at a Halloween party. What kind of snacks are at the Halloween party before I make my decision <laughs> if I approve of this or not? If there's cocktail weenies wrapped in bacon, fuck me up. Also, just this is maybe just my own rant, and it's not on par with quite the, the hatred she has for Bradley Cooper, but apparently this is you where I'm never. confused from the rest of Hollywood. I know Taken was awesome. Liam Neeson's not really an action star. It no, was the delivery of dialogue in that film that made it work. Please stop trying to make him fight. St and, and then stop putting it all in the dark and cutting it all to hell because he can't. It makes me sad. He's a lover, not a fighter. It worked for Ra's al Ghul because he strikes from the shadows. Yeah, you so sure. we can right. have dark cutty. No, I'm, yeah, I'm with yeah. you. And you also spent a bunch of time in the middle of those fights, fucking talking about how cool they were. And it sounded cool because Liam Neeson sounds cool when he talks about things. <laughs> yeah. He's That's how you make like him an action Morgan star. Morgan Freeman type. Like, his voice is kind of hypnotic. We were <laughs> like, oh. You do the okay. kung fu, chop, 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 talk for a bit. Chop, 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 talk for a bit. Like, they get it when they cast Denzel in these things. Why don't they <laughs> understand the formula with Liam anymore? If we're talking about favorite scenes, my absolute favorite scene is flying the tank. And I just have to tell you right off the bat that I practically jumped out of my seat. I was screaming <laughs> in joy. I, la I fell over yes. backwards laughing. Joyful. It is arguably the most fun I've had in a movie all season. Yeah. I, not what I expected wow. from the trailer. I thought it was going to be a very different setup for why they were flying a tank. Right, right. Um, but, you know, I had fun with how we got there. I had fun with B.A. waking up in the middle of it and them screaming really dumb dialogue <laughs> at each other. Yeah. Yes. I Okay, so I love the, the how they get there. They're, they steal a Hercules. They're flying through the air. They have this tank in the Hercules. And uh, there's some turbulence. Murdoch says, you know, don't worry. 
Purulence doesn't down planes, and then a couple of UAVs show up, and he's like, ah, but they do all the fucking time! And they fire rockets and blow the plane up, so they are forced to descend in this parachuting fucking tank. So, for anyone who didn't grow up uh, under Desert Storm propaganda, a Hercules is a really big plane. Just quick <laughs> clarification. All right, fair. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I was a girl, so I wasn't exposed to it as much. So I was like, why does he know the name of that? That's really weird. Thank you for clarifying, Dave. <clears throat> Two things in that scene that are my favorite. One has to do with your nemesis, Casey, Bradley Cooper. At one point, they're falling in, or parachuting, I guess, as it were, in this tank. There's two UAVs flying, trying to shoot them down. And Bradley Cooper hops out into the machine gun and starts firing. And let me just say that I would like to hope that if I were in that situation and I was pretty sure I was going to be about dead, I would get up on the gun and shoot because I might as well go out playing fucking Galaga, right? My my only point of confusion is that he asked Liam Neeson for permission first. Right. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) I don't care what you do. Exactly. Yeah, as soon as that's on the table, I'm going to have a bite. (laughs) I'm not going to ask first. And then when Liam Neeson is like, close the hatch, turn it this way, and they start firing the cannon. Turn 40 degrees. Yeah. Turn 33 degrees. (laughs) The tank soars through the air. The whole point of firing the main turret was to like redirect the plane, which or was redirect was to redirect (laughs) the tank as it fell through the air. Which I don't believe you that that's doing anything at all. Like I think Liam Neeson is just making up numbers to make them feel better. Like, look, we hit the lake. We hit the lake. I'm a gambling (laughs) man. It's so ridiculous, though. And then and then just before they hit, they turn it straight on. So that they're shooting against the water, trying to slow their descent. Yeah, you know, you gotta like sh- shake it up, shake up the water first, so it's not as as hard or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, they're they're trying to use the the they're using <clears throat> the um, equal and opposite reaction to uh, to slow their motion, as it were. Yeah, they I also, love it. They super killed that that dude fishing. In the lake. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's there's a guy on a very small boat, and he's very dead now, and I think his wife laughed at that, so. Yes. I was going to say, don't worry. His wife is not in mourning. Yeah. His his wife's on the shore. She She just watched a tank crush her husband, (laughs) and she's she's pretty amused with the situation. And then she directs them to Berlin. Oh, yeah, they just drive the tank up out of the lake. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That was my favorite part yeah. is how they ended that. <laughs> just casually driving the tank out of the lake and going to Berlin. As one does. And uh. then they open the hatch and Murdoch's like, hey, do you know the way to Berlin? Thanks, Fraulein. So did they drive the tank all the way to Berlin? Because I feel like that'd be pretty easy to track. Yeah, that's what I'm picturing. <laughs> I hope so. I fucking hope so. Okay, speaking of Murdoch. You just mentioned him in the Frau line. Absolute favorite character. Absolute oh, yeah. favorite oh, yeah. character. Murdoch's delightful. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just adore him. He's an expert stitch giver. So <laughs> when you start out, they show up at a, a mental hospital in Mexico to pick him up. 
And this is after Mr. Quentin Jackson needs stitches because he got shot in the arm by Liam Neeson on the way there. Murdoch starts doing, you know, he's in his little coat. Oh, oh, Ranger, that's great. And looked down and he gave him like a Harry Potter lightning bolt (laughs) rather than just like going straight across, which is like weird. Why? That's kind of that's a red flag. Murdoch's first two actions upon meeting the rest of the A-team is to stitch a lightning bolt into B.A. Baracus's arm and then light the face's arm on fire. Yeah. And Hannibal's like, all right, but you're still a ranger, so like, I guess that's cool, which is a very strange selection criteria when you just <laughs> watched him light one of the other dudes on fire. It was Bradley but Cooper, though. It was Bradley Cooper. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> that was uh, that was actually one of the dumber plot elements for me because in the TV show they all worked together in the Rangers, right? Wasn't I that the think setup? So I think so. This is just I, this is just making me watch Uncle Ben die again or the Waynes get shot in an alley. Like we know who they are. Let's let's not go that far back. I- I, I disagree. I love this because it isn't establishing who they are. They're the A team the whole time. Like the the very first get together scene is is the very beginning of the movie. It's fast paced. It's like thirty minutes long, and the credits are too for some reason. But uh, but it moves very quickly, and from that point forward, they are just the A team, but not in name. And so I I think that they did that well because there's no fluff for this setup. Yeah, they just get in there. They they just dip in to Bradley Cooper about to get or his comeuppance. <laughs> okay. Um by a I don't know, some kind of like warlord, Mexican drug lord. Okay, by some some drug lord in Mexico because he's fucking the guy's wife and they put him in a bunch of tires and try to set him on fire and I'm like all right, I'm really digging this movie so far. Yeah. No, I I, I actually really enjoyed that sequence. Um, it was a really fun sort of, and I would have loved that as their first mission together, just not as that them being the very first time they met all of them whatsoever, because it makes Hannibal look very dumb when in your opening sequence, he shoots a guy, another one lights them on fire, and is clearly just so goddamn insane. I love him, but, like, this man should not be flying a plane. Hannibal and Face were working together, and he got intel from someone that he trusts that this guy is a really good pilot. Oh, yeah, we did spend time on that, too. Yeah. Yeah, and how are you going to say there's no fluff? It's two fucking hours long. Should this have I, really been a two-hour-long movie? I know it's that yeah. everything does now, but... I, I don't... I think that overkill is understated. I don't want to cut any of the overkill. I want to cut the stuff after they stopped blowing things up at the end of the movie. And the stuff, (laughs) the time spent talking to a general we know is going to turn evil at the beginning of the movie. Any Jessica Biel time gone. Mary from Seventh Heaven should not have been in this movie. Not Mm. her specifically. Her character was wholly unnecessary. She really added nothing to the movie beyond... nothing. A, 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 a romance with Bradley Cooper that I did not want to see. <laughs> no, I didn't watch the kiss scene. I can't watch him. Kiss yeah, anyone. no, they're they're both. I I don't feel I don't have the revulsion you do to either of them. They're both very conventionally attractive people, but I don't want to watch them kiss ever. 
It's it's unpleasant. And they give you a long shot of it. Yeah, they got in there, man. Do not want Mary from Seventh Heaven is fine, but Bradley Cooper, you know. I didn't need that long of a sequence to know that she passed a fucking key to him. I got it. The second she kissed him, I got what was happening. Right? Yes. Before she kissed him, then I go, oh, she's going to get, yeah, yeah, yep, 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 yep. He's, she's doing it. She's doing it. Right? The, that And that's something that's really, I kind of like about the A-Team is that all of its quote-unquote twists are incredibly predictable. Oh, my God. They, the twist isn't the important part. The important part is how campy they deliver it. And, oh, my God, every time it's dripping with camp. Uh, the absolute best execution of that for me was the scene where they outright, like, acknowledge it in the movie. When the PMC guy's in the back of Lynch's van handcuffed and they have a whole, like, sequence about how, like, oh, come on, don't let this guy kill me. And he shows that he's unhandcuffed. And they always say, oh, that was really cool. That was really cool, wasn't it? Yeah, that was, like, that was a ton of fun. I love that whole sequence. And they were just pointing <laughs> yes. out how dumb and campy the whole thing was. That was, like, my favorite scene in the movie. I don't know if I've said that yet, but if so, it was definitely that one. Because there's a point where the guard or the fucking minion has a gun between his legs. He's holding it between his knees, trying to screw the fucking... <laughs> trying to screw the fucking silencer on or the suppressor on. Yeah. And... The prisoner is just ripping into him. Yeah, the guy he's supposed to shoot is like, oh, come on, it's counter-threaded. Please, I'm begging you as a final favor, just don't let this guy shoot me. <laughs> it was great. So we we had multiple heist sequences in this movie. We, not full-on heist, but there's uh, our, our second or so of them is the prison escape sequence when they're busting yeah. everybody out of prison. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which, yes. Um, you know, Hannibal gets out with a poison cigar classic CIA move. Love it. Um, weird that he doesn't come to until he's literally in the cremation machine. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that made me think maybe that was foreshadowing of like they're going to try to kill him. Yeah, but no. One I No, he just comes to like as it's clicking on and I was developing a new phobia. So thanks <laughs> for that, 18. Oh, it's real you're new to that one? I just, you know, we hadn't really come across it before. But it's been a long time. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I did. I did have a question because when they bust uh, Howlin' Mad uh, Murdoch out of his sanatorium that he's been stuck in, so the plan is to send in a, a, a film so that they all gather in one room, right? And then, uh huh. And then in the in the film as a van is driving towards the audience they're going to drive a van through the wall uh-huh a tank a tank that wasn't a tank at that point they didn't have the tank there they just it was a humvee i think oh you're right you're right the you know they just drive a humvee through the wall and howling yeah so, just a humvee so did we actually need the film in this plan or could we have no. just driven a, a Humvee through the wall and picked him up? Because I feel like okay. that was always an option, and you just wanted to be a dramatic bitch by timing it to occur alongside the the movie inside the movie. Can I also just ask the question of they know exactly how many feet they're going to be going in the room and not like 
killing a bunch of mentally disabled veterans. Oh, yeah. It, also, Jessica Biel. It really looked like she should have gotten hit by that Humvee yeah. coming through the wall. Wait, wait, she excuse did get hit. me? She gets hit and thrown. Yeah, what the fuck? Is this a bumper car? You just <laughs> drove through a wall. Pastor Camden is going to be pissed. It is some fucking styly points, though, to have the same vehicle burst through the wall. It's some real 3D shit, man. (laughs) (laughs) And who's going to believe them? Society thinks they're crazy, man. Fuck you, Zuckerberg, and your metaverse. Man, okay, well, Bradley Cooper, his jail was in the metaverse because he had tanning beds and shit. As if he's not the George Hamilton of this movie. Like, he is one lump of future melanoma. Yeah, I mean, how'd you think he was keeping that up? Constant tanning at all times. Constant tanning. That's his solitary confinement is going in the hacks. He's staying in, like, the most luxurious joke of a federal prison you've ever heard in a dumb setup to a joke. Yeah. That has, you know, a waiting pool and uh, tanning beds and another uh, hot lady who just comes by to bang him a couple times a day, apparently. That's called and a prison drop guard. Off his yeah. They fuck prisoners a lot. Either way, confusion on that, though. Um, we also find out that he was a week away from his first parole hearing. And if you were in that luxurious of a federal prison a week away from parole hearing and someone like busted you out, why would you ever stop punching them in the face? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. This is so yeah, much objectively point. worse than the situation I just left behind. <laughs> right. And it was going to resolve itself soon just, enough. Can you just wait a week and one day? If I'm still in here, then, okay, come get me. You're right, yeah. Damn, dude. <laughs> That's cold. Well, it's that time where we ask that question we do every week. And Casey, with this block blister, I'm going to start with you. 2010's The A-Team, would you watch it again? I was apprehensive coming into this. Not <laughs> because I have a special love of The A-Team. It Just like Mr. T was my babysitter when there was nothing else on TV and I was home alone. Um, so I guess you could say I, I had low expectations. And man, were they met and then kept going. I actually really enjoyed the madness of this movie. It's silly. It's over the top. It knows what it is. If you like Fast and the Furious movies, you'll probably like this movie because it's absolutely more fucking charming than any of those movies. And you don't have someone yelling about family at you. So, yeah, I absolutely would watch this again. It was the right amount of dumb. And... And Howlin' Mad Murdoch stole the show. Every scene he was in, he fucking ate it up. Every single time. He is what the Wilson brothers should be, but aren't. (laughs) Like, he looks like the extra Wilson brother. Doesn't, or at least a cousin, but like way better at comedy. Um, Yeah, I would watch this again. I super enjoyed this, and I'm actually excited to watch it again. Dave, how about Ooh. you? The A-Team. Starring Quentin Rampage Jackson. Rampage! Would you watch it again? 
Yeah, I feel like I came into this movie from the exact opposite direction from you. Like, I I was young enough to be very aware of the A-Team and have seen it, but not old enough to be so in love with it that I'm going to be crabby about changes they're making. Right. Uh, it, it's the exact type of dumb action that I would love. Uh, and I it's weird because I really enjoyed watching it, but at the end of it, I was just like, ah, I'm glad I watched that. I really wish there was more, but I don't know if I want to watch this one again. And it's a movie that I would normally say, I, there's just a couple of scenes I want to watch on YouTube again, and I'm not going to watch the movie. But I don't think those scenes are going to be on YouTube, because it's the scenes like them just bantering in the car, or the full <laughs> Chaos Goblin rocket launcher. I don't want to see any of that cut up. Oh my god. So... Yes. I think while I might have to get some liberal use of that skip 30 seconds button whenever Jessica Biel's character is on screen. Sorry, you're great. You're fine. But this ain't it. Yeah, I'm going to watch the A-Team again. Ooh. You know, it's got You're right. It's so goddamn dumb, but it doesn't try to pretend it's not. Yeah. Yes. Jay, what about you? you? You chose this for us to kick off our block blister month. From 2010, The A-Team, would you watch it again? I had purposely avoided this film when it came out because I just wasn't interested. And when I thought about bringing this, I I asked you, Dave, if you'd watch that because I was sure that you had watched it. And when you said no, I thought, man, this is a perfect opportunity to try something out. And I'm really glad that I did. I had a blast. There's just I I think that the actors are all having fun and I had fun and it's ridiculous, it's over the top, it's constantly absurd. The heists are fun, the pacing of the movie's great. I don't think it's a bad 2 hours to spend eating popcorn and having fun with people. This is the blockbuster that I was looking for. I I'm incredibly incredibly happy and like I said, with that tank scene, might have been my favorite scene all season. I don't know. I loved it. So, yes, I would definitely watch The A-Team again. No surprise. And that's it. The verdict is in. Three out of three of us would watch The A-Team again. But what about you? Would you watch The A-Team? Let us know. You should. Casey, what do we have going on next week? Next week, I wanted something that was going to hurt. Something that definitely hurt some, you know, somebody's wallet i'm bringing from 1995 cutthroat island starring gina fucking davis i haven't seen this in a long time i've never seen it it the budget was 98 million and apparently the box office was 10 million it's got frank (laughs) angela in it yeah i wanted something that hurt i wanted so i have no idea i'm going into this blind that's that's we released first quarter 2020 numbers. What? Oh. <laughs> I can't wait to see why everyone hated this so much. So in the meantime, follow us on Instagram at Casey.cinema. Like us on Facebook, sh.ttycinema. Give us some of your booty down at Patreon slash Shitty Cinema or PeepShittyCinema.com. Check the show notes for those links. And in the meantime... Let's turn out the lights, turn the cannon 30 degrees, fire, and kill someone's crabby old husband. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> 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 <laughs>